I'm here with Tiffany Para. Um, yeah, yeah, she's back again. This was two episodes. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I have like three episodes coming out, so I don't know when you're going to listen to this, guys. Maybe two weeks from now. From this date, it is It is June. No, it's not June. It's July 8th. So just to give you like a reference, because like I know y'all think I'm such a great person and do it the day of, but I don't. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I'm here with Tiffany. We're just gonna have a discussion, I guess, you know, talk about stuff, you know, kind of get like, this is more of an insight, I guess, you know, into the minds of, you know, the greatest LinkedIn creator of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm I'm flattered. I'm flattered. Well, thanks for having me on, Brandon. It was a blast talking to you last time and it was cool talking to you right before this too. Yeah, Yeah. I'm excited to be on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pre-show stuff. Everybody's like, what? You talked before this? Like, people don't like hearing that because, like, it's, like, behind the scenes. Never, ever, ever going to be seen. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah, I guess, like, where do you want to kind of start off with? You were asking me about my uh, podcast network that I'm trying to create. I don't know how to say it. Make it happen. Yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, I have, as I don't know if people who are just like being introduced to me so I was on Brandon's podcast a couple episodes back and kind of just talking about social media um I create videos on LinkedIn and I also have my own podcast called work in progress also have this um Instagram account slash community that I run which combines streetwear and food which is called flex with food so yeah ever since that episode me and Brandon have just become like homies and just uh he's been helping me out with this podcast game so He's been telling me about all the cool stuff he's working on. So what is the podcast network? Like, I've never even heard of that. All right. So, I mean, like, I know everybody here listens to podcasts because if you're listening to me, you have to have, like, some way of getting it. So, you know, when you see guys like the guys and gals, actually, my audience is primarily female. That's really weird to say. But um, guys and gals, um, there's basically... Like, you know, we all have like an umbrella. We're under an umbrella of like uh, podcast one is probably the biggest one. You know, you have all the superstars, like the the people that, you know, listen to. And then there's other ones that are like devoid of, devo- they're not a part of any network. Like Rogan's not a part of anyone. Um, but like everybody has like this different thing where they're in a network. So I'm like, you know, I had this idea of like, oh, let me start my own. So I've been slowly planting seeds in people's minds. I've been doing that every single podcast. It's like, you need a podcast. You need a podcast. You need a podcast. Like, um, and it wasn't, it was, I guess it was intentional slash intentional at the same time. It was like in a super state where it was like, I am planting seeds, but I'm not really, don't know where this is going to go. But you know, uh, at least 15 to 20 podcasts have been started because I said that to someone. Like literally, like I didn't realize it was like that. So we'll see how that goes, and if that goes well, then we'll we'll I'll keep I'll you know I'll make something where we can have everybody under an umbrella, and like it would help them with advertisements, you know, find them stuff, you know, good sponsors. Like like I just want to create a community, and ninety percent of the time we're we're all gonna know each other. So like it's gonna be work in progress and. This other one that I'm, I'm starting, I'm going to have uh, whoever you had on last time was uh, Rob is his name. Yeah. What's his name? Me. He's from. For me? Yeah. Yeah. He was on your podcast. Uh, I've had like Rob Johnston and Mark Metry was like the last yeah. episode. That was yeah, a yeah. podcaster. 
yeah, Rob, Rob Johnston, I'm going to have him on. And it's like, you know, you're creating these like communities and like podcast communities. So like what if beats the creatives and work in progress and all these other podcasts that like are growing and probably young, some are older and like, like they're, they, we all come into like this one space where like it's the creative podcast here. It's the, 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 the entertainment podcast here. Like I see this kind of vision of like where it's going to go and like mm-hmm. how I'm going to do that. And like try to execute that, but I'm just planning seeds right now. I'm going to keep yeah. planning, keep planning and see where this technology hasn't really changed. I want to see the technology change and go a little further. I'm very analytical when it comes to this. I'm like, mm-hmm. it, not, it might not happen. It might fail. It might not go well, but let's see, let's plant the seeds first and see who we can get on this community. Cause like, you know, it's easier to get someone when you know them, like, like it's a lot, like, you know, it's really hard to like get somebody you don't know and say, Hey, you want to be on a podcast or you want to be a part of this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think creating this community and y- y'all might not all know each other. Like every podcast not, might not know the other podcast, but at least like we have some first connection, you know what I mean? Like the LinkedIn yeah. thing where it's like, we all have that first connection and see mm-hmm. how that kind of tethers and like how, like how many how many podcasts can we fit under this roof? Like, mm-hmm. can we fit a hundred? Could we fit 200? Could we fit a thousand? Mm-hmm. And like, could we all support them? Like, uh, I just want to see how I can get there, but I'm going to make it very small at first and see, watch it just grow. Uh, maybe I'm going to, you know, and see how that goes. And, Cause I know a lot of people with podcasts, you know, people start two podcasts and I'm like, what? You have two now? <laughs> like, I need to get on that game. Three. Gosh. Like, to me, it's like it's growing this network, and because um, there's not really a podcast. I mean, there's podcast networks, but like, is there really a, a really good one? Because most of them are like very high class and high tier. Like, you have to be, you have to be, you know, The Rock or something, or mm-hmm. you know, someone really kind of celebrity famous, and not necessarily Instagram famous. Because Instagram fame is different than celebrity fame. So, mm-hmm. trying to get. Yeah and make this happen. So chipping it away every day, you know, trying to get something moving, you know, even if the ball moves like an inch, at least it moved. Definitely. Um, and I think it's really cool. It sounds like almost like a justice league of uh, podcasts. Yeah. So like each super, each like podcast represents something like a little different, and I mean, it sounds like a really cool idea. I think if you could get like a good diversified mix of podcasts, it's like really exciting because most people like the way I find out about podcasts is through listening to other podcasts. And I think, I don't know if it's the same for you, but like I started listening to Justin Odisha's podcast. who's like a YouTuber. He does like a Premiere Pro tutorials. And then he interviewed Sarah Dietschy and she had a podcast like called The Creatives Exchange, which like. I told you about and then like I don't know that's just kind of how I go about like finding podcasts so to have a podcast network where like I don't know if like for example maybe the people I have on are kind of like creative people for the most part oh everyone's creative actually like in their own way like someone who listens to Rob who like um is looking to get a job in the creative field would probably be like somewhat interested in the type of guests I have on. So I think it's a really smart idea. I'm, I, it's the first I've heard of it. So it's pretty cool. 
Mm, yeah, yeah. And you can steal my ideas, people. Like, I want to see... Nah, some... I'm not going to steal your idea. <laughs> I'm too early in the game to steal your idea. I don't... Like, I, I don't... You know, if anyone's listening and they have a podcast or, you know, I know oh, a lot yeah. of people that have podcasts, that, you know, friends of mine, I'm like, steal mm-hmm. my idea. Like, I want to see someone execute this. Because mm-hmm. nobody has done it right. Like, people have done it and, you know, stuff like Anchor has kind of done it. Yeah. But they haven't really done it. It's, it's like... They, they're the kind of a half measure i say so i want to see someone do it so if you can do it do it um i'm gonna try and you know like elon musk says if the third rocket fails well i'm broke i'm going <laughs> like literally like or fourth rocket whatever rocket he was the last one he had a chance mm-hmm. so i'm gonna just try it till the thing explodes so we'll see um so yeah i have that going on it's like trying to manifest it and you know make a website and like how do i host people like uh, how do i do all that stuff and like is there like what is the cost of this like it's insane kind of like trying to think about it how do i make it easier than anchor how do i make it better than this and that i mean how do i make it better than any platform that has ever mm-hmm. existed so i'm trying to take that into account i don't know how long this is going to take it could be one of those really long like two-year project so we'll see how it goes yeah and that totally goes back to like the patience that we were like talking about earlier and i think it's that's definitely something i struggle with like having the patience for a project like uh i know i mentioned it like on the last episode but just like growing this uh flex with food account i think it's been a year now that i've been running it and i'm like oh, it should be more, it should be at a higher number. Like it should be this, it should be that. But at the end of the day, like interestingly enough, we have like 1300 followers, but people still tag us in their photos for reposts. So it's like people are tagging us to repost a photo to a network of 1300 people when they could like be tagging, I don't know, like Hype Bay and then get like a repost to like like over 100K people. So it's just like i don't know it's also like how you measure things that plays into the patience aspect i guess because if i measured it differently then i would see the progress but since i'm looking at the follower account it's like hard to see the impact i guess yeah yeah i I think it's a great account like like i don't to me it's instagram it's not like you say it's saturated i think that's true in some sense but i just think there's like it's just more competitive like it is. putting out daily content if you're not putting mm-hmm. out a picture every day like you're really not going to grow mm-hmm. and the algorithm like you're at the you're at the beckoning call of the algorithm the algorithm tells you what to do like it, it there are hacks and there's all these things you can do and it's taking steps of learning more about what you gotta do um but in the sense of like the truth of what it actually means like you're not in control you're not in control. Someone else is in control. You're just a part, a piece, a profile, whatever, a part of this machine that is moving and it's moving. And it helps a lot of people. You know, I have um, one of my favorite uh, guests is Mackenzie. And she has, like, when I talked to her, she had like 100,000. Now she's at almost a million. Like, what the fuck? That's like, crazy. Like, maybe even, I don't know what the number is now, but like, I'm just like, like I see her grow, I'm like, oh, this is interesting, you know. 
And like, she gets insane engagement. She just does workout videos and mm. stuff like educational posts, but like not really no stories, no like, like stuff that people tell you to do. Mm-hmm. She's not doing it. Like, wow. like people say, don't put videos on Instagram because nobody watches mm-hmm. them. I'm like, well, so they obviously watch her workout stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like bizarre, like, you know, and she gets the engagement of like what someone with like 3 million people would get. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Every video is getting at least 100,000 views. Like, I'm like, what? Wow. Like, to me, it's not, it's just about putting the content out there. That's the first part, the first aspect. The second aspect is like being at the beck and call of whatever happens. Just constantly like looking at what's the new thing. Instagram TV is the new thing. So let's try this feature. Use the features that you don't necessarily use. And like, I'm being a super hypocrite here because I don't do it myself because it's not that I don't have the time. I just don't prioritize it. Mm. Like I'm not like, I'm not like follow me on Instagram. Like I'm like, Mm. yeah, there's a lot of people that probably like listen and or not a lot of people, but like a small majority that listen and they like, Oh, I'm interested in him. And like, I haven't posted in like three months. Like the last thing I posted Mm. was this great. I think it was a quote, maybe a butter tart. Like to me is not, it's not, I wish I used it more, but like, I just, not really prioritizing it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, like I wish I could do everything. I honestly do. I'm trying to incorporate some of that, you know, either LinkedIn or something else. Like, like, you know, that's what really surprised me is you have like this huge, you, you are like at the top, the peak of this mountain of LinkedIn. Like I'm like, you are there. And like, I want to see you grow in every area that you can possibly grow in. And I think you could be, you know you could be very versatile you can be a swiss army knife like i see you like a like one of those kind of jujitsu people that just knows a bunch of stuff that like a lot of people don't know and you you know you're pretty good at this pretty good at that pretty good like you're good at everything like i just want to see you grow in that you know whether it's podcasting or linkedin well i think linkedin is just going to be your bread and butter for the rest of whatever until something happens um because you never know when these platforms fall off like like you know talk to those people that did vine <laughs> that's dead as heck talk to the people that are big on snapchat they're just big on snapchat they're pretty gone or they moved to a different platform and they didn't get the like you can't the problem is like things don't switch over just because you go on a podcast or do a podcast doesn't mean like all your instagram friends are gonna mm-hmm. come over like it doesn't work like that the, the conversion doesn't work like that i don't know i actually like i actually like disagree to a certain extent on that point like well it does work it does work for the vine stars the vine stars dude they they have like 15 million followers now like they're crazy i don't know they like they transitioned really well yeah yeah but for everyone that every couple that transitioned there's like 10 or 20 that died Mm -hmm. so it was just like the major ones yeah yeah like the logan pauls the jake pauls of the world Mm -hmm. they were huge vine stars and they they can move. They, they they can move mountains uh, of anything like merchandise, this or that. Yeah, like it's constant movement. They constantly have like something going on. So to me, it's bizarre and that like they're kind of pushing the pendulum. Uh, there's tons of people pushing the pendulum. Um, so like, there's not one guy pushing the pendulum. It's not just Instagram pushing the pendulum. It's it's so many creators that are pushing it, and you know, forming like. Like, but, but, but the person that has the most stake in the game is 
Instagram, is is Facebook, is this, is that. You have no real control, you know? That's why we suggest someone, like, why don't you have an email list? Like, what if the apocalypse happens, the Instagram apocalypse? Like, it happened with YouTube, the ad apocalypse. Like, everybody, there's going to be apocalypses. There's going to be downs and ups. And it's just like the economy. Like, you know, the economy goes up. Like, right now, man, I'm, I'm thriving, you know? I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very minimalistic. Like, I don't like things. I'm a minimalistic person. Like, I don't need everything. Uh, but... I, I really don't, I don't, like, it doesn't matter to me. Like, you know, do I need a hundred cars? No, I don't. Like, I love cars and I like looking at them and I would like to drive every single car that I possibly can, but I don't need to spend millions of dollars on cars and have them there. Like, what's the point of that? Like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a utilitarian in that sense where like, if it's not useful, I don't necessarily throw it out because I think it's bad to throw out tools that you might need. But if I know I definitely don't need it, it's going in the garbage, you know, or this or that. Like if something doesn't work anymore, like people spend too much time working on things that are completely broken or they just need to get away from that one. Like, you know, some people go at projects really hard where it's like, this is what I'm going to do. This is what's going to happen. I think that's a good idea and a lot of people make it through. But there's for the filter system that it's going through, like, man, I've seen people just like it's like they're trying to climb something and they just fall and you're like why did that guy fall and that guy didn't did it was he just smarter faster it's also luck like luck well i don't believe in luck like i always tell people this like what are you crazy you don't believe in luck? i believe like when something says random you know that was random it was lucky i think it was just too hard to figure out the problem like there was t- too many variables like a thousand variables where like it was this, 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 and that. And you can't figure out what percentage of each one is important, but they all played a part in like it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I, I think it's true. And I think for like most people, a lot of successful people that I've had the like opportunity of just like talking with just primarily because like that's, I think the big push of LinkedIn is like you there's just so many successful people on this platform and they're so accessible which I think is really exciting but they have said like luck honestly paid and like the more I learn about successful people the more I see like the luck to a certain extent factor play into it but I agree like it's not really luck like at a certain point it's literally like are you positioning yourself to mm-hmm. have these things happen to you like I remember I like was at one point for my job search, I was literally sending video messages to people on LinkedIn. So I would like record a video message and be like, hi, like, hi, Loanne. Uh, I, I read your article because I would do like extensive research on them too. And I would do research on them. This is like a pro tip for anyone like on the job hunt right now. Like, and then basically I'd link, uh, like I would do it on this external thing. And then I would link, uh, I'd get a, a unique link and then be like hi joanne like i made you a video message please check it out here and then paste that so that she, like when she got the connection request she could see the video i this is not my idea i credit to my friend amy on linkedin so you can check out her article i'll have brandon link that but it's really good and uh basically it worked like i had like vps of companies like opening my messages and like 
it, I even had like the guy who's like in charge of like marketing at YouTube, like the top guy. He's like 28. His name is like John Yusha something. He's great. Like he's really successful. He puts on really good talks and like he responded to my message like because of that. And I think it's really powerful. But going back to it, like I did that for someone who did sales at BuzzFeed because I was interested in working at BuzzFeed at one point. And he's like, oh, let's hop on a call. Basically, I was brought in as like the intern for this like Coachella, like hip hop skateboarding event with like that Rich the Kid was going to perform at. We had like Nigel Houston. And so like to some people, like him bringing me on this team because I sent him a video message could be seen as lucky because like what are the odds that like he would actually open the message? Like what are the odds that he needed an intern? Like it's just kind of like random. It's so random, you know, but at the same time, if it's like, if I wasn't even sending out those video messages to start, like this lucky occurrence would have never happened. Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe in luck. Like everybody has, Yeah. like, I believe that you, you might not know why, like, why did he look at it that time? But like, mm-hmm. everything is kind of not predetermined, but like if something happens, if you do a video, you send it to someone, mm-hmm. they pro- they have the likely possibility if they use that platform, they're going to see it. Mm-hmm. So, like, you didn't. We weren't lucky. You, you, you did something. You executed it, and you saw what played out. Um, mm-hmm. And I think everybody should be more, more in that kind of side, not thinking like, "Oh, everybody's lucky." Those, those are all lucky Instagram people. Like, oh, you know, that's like the worst way to look at it because they're the ones producing the content. Like, you know, if if you want to be whatever the influencer means. I don't know what that means. Mm. What do you mean by that? Whatever. So if you want to be mm. those, like, well, do what they're doing, kind of. Like, make mm. your own twist. Because, like, people want to be original. I want to be original, right? Mm. But I'm not. And nobody's uh, – uh, we talked about, like, people parroting people. Like, yeah. we all say things that other people said or, you know, I stole someone's idea. <laughs> well, not necessarily steal, but, like, Cause I forget to credit people all the time. Cause I'm like, uh, yeah. uh, yeah, I gave you that wonderful tidbit, but really it was this guy that told this other guy that told this other guy that told me. So it's not really my idea, but we all build on top of giants. You know, we all make stuff, you know, you know first the rocket, then a bigger rocket, then another rocket. Like two, nothing is the same. Everything's built off of previous knowledge and previous history. So mm. You know, and, and this sounds like an original thought. Probably it is, probably isn't. So it's like to me looking at that and saying, okay, well, what do I see them doing? First of all, they're producing content. That is the hugest part. I don't, I don't care what other things or Instagram hacks, if hashtags, whatever. The first thing is they're producing content. That is the most important because, you know, if you don't get started, you don't get going. Like, it, it, I don't even know who said that. See, I can't credit people. So... Like it's to me, it's like you got to get started, you got to get going, and you got to see where you are. Like every day, you got to be like, okay, yeah, I might not have gone a mile. I went like two inches from where I was yesterday. I got two followers. But as long as you keep paving that path and keep going, and sometimes you'll just get a boost from something that you don't understand or you just can't rationalize it like maybe someone shouted you out for some reason you're like why would they shout me out nobody so yeah it's just like that and i always find people that think like that you know they stop like they stop like don't stop the the whole point is not stopping just keep going let's see where this goes 
Yeah, I mean, what, what you're like a hundred, like over a hundred twenty something episodes, and like you're proof that if you don't stop, like I don't know, it it does pay off in the long run. And I think that's like the biggest thing I've seen from podcasting. And like my friend just yesterday, she was talking to me. So she's like, "So like, are you?" So like is work in progress like so you're gonna like have seasons like you're gonna keep keep it going i was like yes i'm gonna keep it going like this project is not gonna die like this is the like of all anything right now i think what i'm most excited about is the work in progress podcast just because it's like it's like the opportunity is just so it's balanced yeah it's it's endless like it's really staring me right in the face and what i've seen time and time again with podcasts like yourself like you know good like episodes in um mark metry now mark mark has uh humans 2.0 he's moved to seven he's 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 putting out episodes seven days a week now what i've seen from that is just like the the success or yeah, the success that can come from just being consistent. So it's like if I'm 15 episodes in and I quit, like what? I will never have anything. But then it's like, okay, like ask me 100 episodes later, like where I'm at. And then I can tell you if this was worth it or not. Yeah, yeah. And he, you know, you don't have to be a Mark Mentry. That guy, that, I don't know. I think we would get along well, but you don't have to be a psychopath like that guy. Because um, that's what I would tell him. Uh, because it's like, what seven episodes every day like are you a psychopath like only psychopaths do things seven days a week like that that kid is just i mean he's 20 and i don't know i i really admire him for several different reasons just like the habits he has in place and like he's just so good at being consistent and he makes it seem like it's not like a choice but i don't know man it's pretty cool to see but definitely i'm not at that point in my life yet Mm mm-hmm yeah, yeah. Some people, I always feel like sometimes you're, I don't know, not given things, but like you develop these things where it's like, you're like I'm, I'm consistent and inconsistent. Like, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'll do this for like a year and then drop off for the month, then be a year again or double the, my production value. Like, yeah. it, it changes all the time, and and you know, I hate stopping projects because like it's sad, like. Even with school, I felt a little sad. I was like, man, it's done. It's over. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. an adult. Like, I'm an adult. Same. same. What Wait, the let's, hell? let's talk about that. I feel like that's something I would definitely want to document more in my LinkedIn journey. Because, like, before it was all about getting the job. And now it's like I'm in the job. But, like, when did it hit you that you were, like, not going back to school? Because for me, it hasn't hit me yet. But I think it's because most of my friends are in summer internships. Like, when were you, like, holy shit? This is about to be like the rest of my life. When everybody was out of school, because most of my friends were older, so they were out of school. Mm-hmm. I have some younger friends, but like, like I don't see them that often, you know? It's like mm-hmm. hard to, you know, you can't socialize with everybody every time. I mean, like, you know, it's like really hard to meet your family, meet your friends, meet your other friends, meet, meet friends from your childhood. Like, it would take up literally your whole week if you tried to do that. Um, mm-hmm. so I try to give people pieces of my time. Um, you know, my family's probably the biggest and my friends, my good friends are probably the biggest. Mm-hmm. And then people like you, I give my time because like mm-hmm. we're homies We're homie homies. I don't know what to mm-hmm. call us, <laughs> like whatever you want to call it. But, um, yeah, I just try to give everybody something and like, you know, you're, you hit this point where like nobody's in school mm-hmm. and that's when you know, yeah. It's an adulthood. 
like yeah. everybody's done that you know is not at school. You know, I have a few friends that are in school, but like, like I know 90% or 50 or whatever, 80% of them are done or moved on to something else. Like it just depends. Um, so I, I, it hits you like a rock. It kind of sad too. Like it's done. It's over. It's gone. No, like this phase of your life is gone. And I, it's very nostalgic, I guess, and that you're looking back and like, man, remember those days, but mm-hmm. they're gone. It's like, it's like high school days, but like, I don't know. I, I might have, I have okay high school days, but like, mm-hmm. like, I don't reminisce on anything there, but I do reminisce a couple of years back, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, whether it was a concert or a thing I went to or a thing I did, like, it was just like, oh man, you remember that? Oh, ha, 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 jokes, whatever. So I think like a, that's when you hit adulthood is when your friends are out of school, when you're paving the path and tr- like figuring it out. Cause like, like I really don't care about my, like a lot of people think, you know, oh, you're doing this for money, blah, blah, blah. And I got that like at least two or three times. Um, I'm like, I don't care. I honestly don't care. You know, I could have, you know, $100 million in the bank. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care. I could have whatever, you know, I could have Elon Musk money or Bill Gates money. I wouldn't care. I'd still be doing the same things I'm doing right now. It's because I chose to do this. So, and, you know, I'm not at Bill Gates level, whatever you want to say about that. But, like, it's like looking at that and then I see other people, you know, I'm passionate about money in the sense of, like, I think it's cool. Like, what is it? This cool tool you can use? Like, mm. money's a, the greatest tool ever invented. Like, people always say the printing press or the internet. But, like, the internet's cool. I think it's up there with the money. But money's so cool in the sense of, like, you buy things, trade things. You can, like, like this and that. Like, and then we're moving to digital currencies and stuff. Like, to me, that transition is going to be a – it's going to be a product of the internet – and it's going to be the greatest thing ever because like things build on each other, the printing press and what happens at the printing press internet, but people wrote things on the printing press. So that's like an aspect it took away from this. Like it took aspects away from things. Everything takes aspects to the new thing. So I look mm-hmm. at it like that. Yeah. I, I can definitely like agree with that too. It's hard to say if I don't value money yet, cause I haven't really made any money off these projects oh, yeah. yet, but oh, what like, once you make that two two cents, whatever it is, you're like, mm-hmm. this is weird. I'm making two cents. Man. Like, I mean, that's that's what it is for me, though. It's not even like, oh, money. Like, I want this money. Like, I'm obviously, I don't think anyone who starts a pod. Well, maybe some people like yeah, some people if do. you're some people do. Okay, that's fair. Like, some people are just like that. They they want to do that, and it's fine. You know, make your money. Like, do do you? But for me, I think what's most exciting about like the prospect of Ed ever getting paid to do this is like the fact that someone else values my time enough to, for me to make money. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of like that in a way it's kind of validation. Like I'm doing this and I don't really care if I'm making a dollar or a hundred dollars, but I'm good enough to be paid for what I'm doing. So I don't know. Yeah. That's ultimately the goal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be weird. I still like, I find it strange. I don't like, I don't, I have a lot of, you know, I have Bitcoin. I have all these things. I'm like, <sighs> people are like yelling me, telling me to take it out. I'm like, you know, I don't care what you think. Like, I think, yeah. you're, you're, like when you care about what people think, I'm like, just look at them like, you're, you know, I don't care. 
like, like caring less is like helped me so much because like people want to downplay or like say, oh, this is a terrible thing. But why would you do that? Like you're just creating fear and panic. Like who mm-hmm. wants to want people to be scared of them? Like, only weak people want want people to be scared of them. Like, and I, I might be hurting someone's feelings right now, but yeah, that means you're weak, and that's not good. Like, find a way to be strong and you know be mindful, be kind. All these things that like I really value people's time. Like the greatest currency is time. There's mm-hmm. no greater currency than time. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know, some people think money is the greatest thing. I'm like, yeah, it is, but money also includes time. So, you know, that, what do you trade your time for? Money. Mm-hmm. Most valuable thing you're giving away, an hourly wage, money. See, I don't, and I think, uh, yeah, I think that's a, a way of looking at it. And there's lots of ways to look at it. Uh, and then, yeah, I know people that make insane amount of money. I'm like, what? You make seventeen thousand dollars a day? what yeah. that's insane yeah, yeah i don't know anyone like that yet but oh that, you will and you'll be like why like how'd you do that you know and but you know, how do they do that do you, they can't make that much money if they're working like at a at like a part-time well, like part-time job like at, at a certain point you're just like are they taking like the tim ferris approach of like i don't know four-hour work week are they like just automatically it depends you know what I mean? It depends. I think everybody has like, like with the money thing, it's like case by case basis. Like some people, it depends what you're doing too. Like mm-hmm. if you're trading stuff or like, you know, finance stuff, financial stuff like that, you know, it's great. Oh, yeah. or if yeah. you're selling stuff, like that's also great. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're building a brand, if you're doing like a combination of things, I think that's the, the greatest ones. It's the ones where they, they create systems that like, so this goes here, that goes there, you know, it's yeah, like funnel. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the ones that make the most money. Um, yeah. I mean, I like, it's just those things that make the most money, but I'm not really interested in that. So it's like, I like, I'm interested in the sense, like I like watch people do it, but like, you know, what are you going to do with all that money? Are you just going to build something else? Like some people just like building stuff. I'm not, I've always been bad at building. Um, yeah. But I'll try to build you know, I don't, I think I can develop that skill. So it's not, it's not like the end of the world for me that I can't build very good things. So um, I, I try to look at that and like, oh, okay, I can have a normal, like I could quit my job and work a hundred percent on the podcast and all these other projects. But like, I like living a normal life. People think mm-hmm. I'm weird. like, I like a nine to five and mm-hmm. most, most entrepreneurs or whatever you want to call them. Cause I don't consider myself one. They're like, well, I just quit my job to do this full time. It's the greatest thing I've ever done. Yeah. It might be the greatest thing you've ever done, but like there's something about the structure of like a nine to five that really, it just, mm-hmm. it attaches to my soul. Um, <laughs> like, and it makes you more productive too. I mean, that's like kind of what we were talking about. It's like, if I had a full day to work on my podcast at this point in time, like given where it's at, like I wouldn't know what to do with that time. I mean, I'm I'm sure like you, you might have a little more to do yeah. with that time. Maybe just like looking through emails. I don't know, but like it's just like there's that's literally like twelve hours. Like, do you have twelve hours to dedicate to? I, don't, I mean, you could, but maybe it's just where I'm at right now with my projects. I can't see that being a viable way to go about it. You know, it could be viable. It's just like man, you got. Some people have like uh, in Spanish cojones. It means like you're, like uh, like they just have the the the, mm-hmm. I, the 
audacity to say no to things and try something where like if you fail like you're literally going to drown yeah it's not not a lot of people do that and i i'm i'm not one of those people like if i you know i have so much money saved like people like Mm -hmm. like how much money you got saved i'm like i'm not telling you this this is my little my little bar you know like i have this in there you know so like it's like because like i'm i'm so scared of failing like Mm -hmm. super paranoid like insanely paranoid where like i'm i'm like the squirrel just putting those those in the tree and then just like trying to stack it up and build up for winter because winter is coming people people this is what the people i people make with money a mistake is like they don't think winter is ever coming it's always going to be sunny the sun shines the rainbows the things but winter will come and when it comes it's going to hit you like a hurricane or a wrecking ball i don't know I love that song. <laughs> I <don't. laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think it's always good to prepare. As of now, like, I feel like it's different. You know, it's different now. I'm, I'm not, I'm going to be completely he- honest here. Like, from age, like, zero to, what, I'm 22 now. Like, from zero to 22, like, I would not be alive right now. I would not have these clothes. I would not be sitting in this apartment right now in Silicon Valley, which, may I add, is extremely expensive if it were not for my parents. Like my parents have helped me so much if we're talking like financial wise. Like I wouldn't have been able to go to California, school in California, it's so expensive. I wouldn't be able to even like obtain this apartment. Like now that I can pay my own rent, that's okay. But like just even getting the apartment, like deposit and stuff, so expensive. So now that I just started working full time, like that's definitely something that's like I'm planning to take more seriously, like actually budgeting and like actually preparing for I don't know like it's different when it's like I always respected and valued my parents money I never like spent their money on like ridiculous things but now it's like okay thanks guys like I I gotta make it out on my own like it's time for me to figure out like what it means to actually be financially independent yeah yeah and then yeah yeah you know you gotta save up you gotta invest like there's a lot like people talk to me about investing a lot I'm like um of course, you know, the typical thing is like invest in yourself and mm-hmm. that's a good aspect. But I also say invest in other people, invest in things you believe in, like truly believe in, like, like even if it, even if it might go bad on you, I think it's still worth the shot. Like everything should be worth. And also look at what you're actually look like. A lot of people buy things they don't understand or buy things that like investments that they don't understand. Why would you buy something you don't understand? Like nobody should ever do that. So yeah, save for for the economy collapsing because it's gonna collapse. Like things go in phases, so it's it's gonna happen. I don't know when. Like people are like, I'm so like predictions are the worst things for people to try to do. It's like next year the economy is gonna collapse. Nope. Next next year is gonna only collapse. I heard there's a little Bitcoin too. Like I heard this cryptocurrency. Yeah, you should take your money out. It's 2013 take your money out this is worth nothing you know and there's mm-hmm. always that typical voice in my head is like like oh my god really this this idiot is telling me what to do mm-hmm. um so don't just follow your gut like if i didn't follow my gut with bitcoin i would have i would have sold it all for 50 bucks like literally i was sold it all for 50 bucks and now it's like what's i don't know what the price is right now because i don't give a damn but it's probably like I'll let's say three thousand. Let's say it's at the bottom of like where I think like like oh that's scary. Um, I have so much of it, so it's like to me it's like 
that doesn't really matter to me. So like, I just leave that mm-hmm. there and I'm waiting for the rocket ship. Like if, if it is going to go up to a million, let's go, let's go. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong. Yeah. I might have, I might cry afterwards after this game is done, but mm-hmm. I know the technology is, is going to advance. So it's going to be the, the greatest thing to ever happen since the internet. Like the, the technology behind all that stuff is like insane. Like, like it would, it would wipe out industries. Like it would wipe out, like so many industries, accountants would be gone. Things would be gone. Like things would just vanish. Every major bank would be gone. Like things would be gone. You know, like when, yeah, when you're, we're, uh, I don't, we're, we're the same age. So like we can kind of reference this, I guess. Like you remember when like TV started changing and all these things started changing and you see like Blu-ray and this and that and like things phase out. Like nobody has like one of those really big TVs that are like huge and flat screens and like plasmas. No one has a plasma. You might have a plasma right now. If you, you know, you're like, I have this for 20 years, blah, 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 or 10 years. But like nobody really has a plasma things phase out. So being on that wave, riding that wave and, or just paddling through that wave, like just kind of paddle. Like you don't have to do much to succeed and uh, um, hustle like you just got to have the determination to do it and patience, patience is a key. Um, I, I, I'm a terrible person at that. So just do a lot of things where your patience doesn't run then. But do you know anyone our age that is actually patient? <sighs> no, because I think, I think, I think it's like a cultural development because I mean, you know, everybody gets trophy nowadays Everybody wins. Everybody does this. So I feel like a culture change happened where we're impatient. We just want the gold. We want the thing, mm-hmm. whatever it's called, you know, the fame, the, you know, um, the thing, whatever the thing is, I don't want like, and you, and some people like me tell myself, I tell myself, I don't need any of those things. I don't want the things. but deep inside, there's like a, a, the ego where it says you should take it, take it, at least take it. Like you don't have to brag about it or like, show it around mm-hmm. but just take it so that's the approach i took and it might be good it might be bad like stop trying to predict the future just just stop be in the present figure out what the future might look like and execute something um so i don't know well it's funny because yeah. you're you're in like finance too like you're in the finance game and that's like you're just surrounded by that all the time, probably yeah. like just people constantly trying to predict what's going to happen next. So I, I want to smash my face into the computer when I see mm-hmm. Bloomberg's telling me what, what's going to happen. I'm like, why would you say that? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like people just want to know what, what's going to happen next. So they believe whoever says it, mm-hmm. I don't even know what happened next. I'm going to tell you what I think and what might happen, but that's not a prediction. I'm not telling you what is going to happen. I'm giving you a synopsis of, possibilities you need possibilities in order to figure out what's what's gonna happen you know nothing is cookie cutter mm-hmm. like you know um let's let's i don't know a hard topic is like like the wage gap like okay yeah is there is there really a wage gap or like how much of it is actually because of gender like stuff like that like people don't really go into that they just say oh i see 79 cents to the dollar like is that true or is it because this and that, like a hundred million different variables where like, you know, just, you know, say you work 40 hours a week, I work 60, you know, who's getting the bigger cheese? Probably me, most likely, unless you're like really skillful and technical and all that stuff. But I'm probably getting the bigger cheese because I'm investing more time. 
but that necessarily doesn't mean you're going to get that higher pay. So it's just going through that phase. And of course there's going to be some type of like discrimination and all that, but like, it's so little now. Like I'm like, Oh gosh, it's like, it's like a fraction of a percent. Most of it's based on skill building, building a high, I'm like, I tell everybody this, like athletes all the time. I'm like, you need to build another skill. You need to build another skill. Like, you are this amazing soccer, football, whatever, you know, tennis or, you know, track or whatever. You're this mm. amazing person at this one skill, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you still have free time? Yeah, you can't run 100 uh, every moment of every day, right? So let's do something else. We can develop another skill where, like, afterwards you can transition to this. And we could just, you know, if you want to shop around and be like, ah, I tried coding. I didn't like coding. Um, I tried this. I tried that. Like, let's just go through a list and, you know, a lot of people just don't try new things. Like I'm very bad at trying. Oh, I'm not bad at trying. I like trying new things all the time. But like people don't put themselves out there. Don't try to do this, and they end up at the end. You know, you know. Say a football star has the average NFL career is like five years or six years, something like that. Uh, what What are they gonna do afterwards? You have no skills. You literally came straight from there. You were all about football. You were chasing your dreams. You were doing all these. But what happens after? you know, reality sticks in your face and says, you can't do this anymore. And, and it's, it's painful. And I don't think you should give up in, in your passion or your dream, but like at least have something, not a fallback. I never like fallbacks. I hate when people tell me you need a fallback. It's just another skill you have. Like I have a lot of skills, you know, some that are better than others, but developing a lot of skills, is just makes you well-rounded in the sense of like, you can do so many things and work with different type of people. Like I've worked with different type of people. Like I work, I work with like such introverts where like they don't talk to people. And I work with people that like, I'm like, I need to get out of the room when they're talking because they're, they're going to start laughing and saying all these crazy stuff. Like, like there's so much range and it's interesting just hearing people talk about this stuff. And I don't know. I, I really want to talk about you now. Cause it's like, <laughs> you know you're the linkedin master you're the genius you're i don't know what you call you the savant the whatever you want to call it like you're it's such funny because i don't i don't really think of myself yeah, that way. yeah. i just think <laughs> well because nobody think my, i hate getting praised to you it's, it's mm-hmm. like when you mm-hmm. when you tell me like this is amazing what you do i'm like oh cringe my little soul um i'm like that's very weird like uh, i don't like that like i don't think of myself like that either yeah but you are like it, when when someone actually tells you you are this, like when other people start to like you don't have to necessarily think it, but when other people start telling you like oh my god you're so good at LinkedIn. you're so good you're like the, not like whatever blah 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 whatever yeah. you're the champion you're this you're that like once you start attaching words to people and people start calling you that you become that like that's what you become like mm-hmm. you are LinkedIn's like I don't know whatever you want to call yourself like a good nickname I don't have a good nickname so. <laughs> Used to call me freshman and freshman year of high school. So for that was for like two, three years. I was still called freshman. Like, <laughs> like there was never a like you got to get a nickname or something. I like just okay, got to get some. Well, my hashtags Tiff talks. If anyone wants to see the the content that Brandon's referring to, but I mean, it just it just started as a way. Like it, it was not like this, you know it all started because like LinkedIn was going to release the video feature and that happened six months ago and now seven months ago. And 
it was again another situation with podcasting where it's like the opportunity is there i've been i was one of those people that used to just watch other people do things and just be like oh well like why and then i decided like okay well that's enough like i need to get my shit together and like start doing something too and so like i made a conscious decision to like start creating content like i'm not going to just continue to consume everyone else's content i'll create my own and i mean it was helpful it really did help me like land job interviews like and i mean take everything with a grain of salt but linkedin does give you like uh analytics on who sees your videos which i think is the most exciting because if you are one of those people that wants to work at an apple or a linkedin or a facebook like you get to see how many of those people viewed your videos so I think for my LinkedIn announcement video where I said like, oh, I'm a recruiting coordinator at LinkedIn now, I think about like 1,500 people from Apple saw that video and like three, I don't know. It just like that was a lot of people, you know? And it's not like, oh, that's so cool. It's like that opens the door to possibility again to like what we were talking to about getting lucky or just positioning yourself because, I mean, I love LinkedIn. I want to stay at LinkedIn and let's say, okay, let's say like, a thousand people at LinkedIn saw my video, right? What if I'm in the elevator one day and uh, someone who's like head of sales or something or head of events is like, oh, wait, I, I watched your LinkedIn video. That was really cool. Like, you know, like what What are you, do? You, are you into that stuff? And then right now, honestly, with my job, I, I like my job because I like the company so much. But like you said, like I feel like I have a lot of insights into LinkedIn just because of the amount of time I spent on it and how consistent I've been with it that those insights are just not being used. And it's like, I'm I'm at the company, but I have no way to express this. Like my managers don't even know I make videos on LinkedIn. Like my coworkers are just starting to notice because they've like noticed a few videos I put out and they're like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, yeah, like I've been doing this and it's awesome, but it's like, you just gotta like keep going, hope that something something happens one day where like it just clicks to someone, you know? Yeah, yeah, that lightning in the bottle. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to get that. Um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I throw the lightning in the bottle away. It's like, oh, I really messed that up, but whatever. Let's keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I think I mean like lightning doesn't strike twice. I think it does. I think it strikes a hundred times, and we just mm-hmm. gotta capitalize on it. You know, it's like opportunity. It's like sometimes people just give you a, a, an opportunity, like, or you just ask. Like asking is such a valuable thing. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, I help uh, I help this website called the uh, Dreams Recycled out, and it's just like you know, I help with the blog posts, I do SEO stuff, like like really really kind of mundane stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But I like it still. Like it's still a part of my life, and you know, right now I'm making a hundred quotes of a hundred for Instagram. Um, so like to me, it's like I'm still working on stuff and. Like, even though it's not uh, the most glamorous kind of stuff, because I don't like glamour. Like, like if I wanted to do glamour, I would do makeup. <laughs> like, to yeah. me, like people always ask me, like, yeah, if I wanted to do glamour, I would do makeup. And I think makeup is cool. Like, I would love to learn how to do that. But, like, um, I don't have the – not that I don't have the time. I just don't have it in my list of priorities or projects. And I need to kill other things or not kill other things, but, like, kind of, like – because a lot of projects can be like one-offs you know what i mean mm. you know like podcasting for me is a lifetime project you know mm-hmm. like, it might change there might i might you know collapse blah 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 but like <laughs> for me this is a life like i'm gonna do this as long as i can until the end 
this is a lifelong project. Some people don't like like lifetime projects. Um, I have 20 year projects, you know, I have 10 year projects. I have like literally two day projects. Like, like how long do you want to be doing LinkedIn? Like until it dies or until like what happens, something happens. I mean, we're going to be here for a long time. Like Mm -hmm. we got so much ahead of us, both of us. Mm -hmm. And like working together is like the funnest thing for me. Like, like, like these chats or whatever you call them, podcast chats, just talking, discussing, trying to figure, figure out what the other person's thinking. And cause like, I don't know what you're thinking at the time. Cause I talk too much when I'm on my own podcast now. I don't know why, but um, yeah. Cause I like, I just want to, te- I love teaching. It's also another thing. Like I could be some elementary, like I always get told like you should be an elementary school teacher. I'm like, probably, but those kids are terrible, but I love them as well. So it's like this weird super state. Like I always say, I'm like, I'm the weirdest person in that sense. It's like, I like doing both things. I'm a hypocrite. And, but like, it works, I guess. I don't know. It functions fine. Uh, so I try to look at it that, but you're, you're honestly the best LinkedIn poster. Like, I don't know what to call y'all. Like y'all need names. Like YouTubers have names. Like you, you're a YouTuber, you're a LinkedIner. Um, I guess it's like LinkedIn. I just call, I just say like content creator, but I think it's, it is cool. I think once the opportunities come, more opportunities come from me posting in it and it's funny because like I've had you like I don't know it's just funny hearing you say that stuff and I've had like someone else tell me that and just like people in my messages but it doesn't really ever like I don't know I I I still it will never it will never be that until like actually something cool that happened yesterday was um one of my friends who's like uh is pretty big on LinkedIn her name's Natalie Riso and she's the same age as us she's like she's like one of those people that are just sharks you know she's just like Mm -hmm. always working and like just good at a bunch of different stuff. And uh, she asked me to be on a panel of content creators. So that'll be cool for like a LinkedIn under 25 event happening in August. So I guess like being a speaker on that panel will be good. I guess, you know what, I, I will be completely honest here and say that like I crave validation. Like, and I think uh-huh. everyone craves validation to a certain point. Like Mm-hmm. Me being on your podcast, having my podcast be on iTunes, like that boosted me or like the iTunes top charts, like that boosted me to work on my podcast because I was validated in the fact that mm-hmm. once people discovered it, they were willing to listen yeah. to it. So that's kind of what I need. I just need like certain, just you time, need, like need validation. every couple months, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I totally understand. Like for me, I don't need validation in this space because I don't mm-hmm. care. <laughs> for other things I do, like mixed martial arts is so dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. It, it It is like, I want to be a world champion. I want these things. Like I want validation. I want to be known mm-hmm. as one of the best mm-hmm. to ever do it. Or, like one of the, pi- one of the future generations, like whatever you want to say, like mm-hmm. I, I crave validation so bad. So like, I want to like, I, you know, I think about it every day. I'm like, I should just stop everything and just fight. Like learn, mm-hmm. constantly learning how to fight. But then I'm like, well, you know, I don't want to kill all these projects that I'm like, I'm actually really passionate about podcasting. Mm-hmm. I, some people like, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm really passionate about this as well. But I don't need validation. Some things you don't need validation in. Like, like I don't need validation from my parents and them to love me and all that stuff. So why would you need validation for this? Like it, but I do have that, I have that same thing you have, but I have it in a different space. Mm-hmm. Um, like 
Like what's the space that you don't have to have validation in? Everybody has one or at least some. Where you don't care. Where you yeah, don't yeah. care. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the reason that like my cons or I think that the reason why and it's funny, I think most people will probably like maybe maybe some people will check out my LinkedIn. Like if anyone's interested in connecting with me, just like say, Hey, heard heard your podcast episode and like I'll connect with you on LinkedIn. But um the reason that I feel like my content does well to a certain extent is because I don't care is mm-hmm. because I literally am like, okay, like I'm not acting like this is going to be the best video ever. Like I don't think it's going to be the best video ever. What it is, is literally me hitting the record button saying stuff, like literally just saying my opinion. And if it does well, cool. Like if it doesn't, like that sucks, okay, but like I'm still gonna make another video tomorrow. Like yeah. because realistically in the first hour, like sometimes my videos, like the one I just posted yesterday, the first hour it got like fifteen likes and I was like, Oh, this video is done. It's a dud because that kind of determines what it does, like how it does forever. Like the first hour is just so important. And then now it's at like three hundred and I'm like likes and I'm like and like uh, I don't know, like fifty comments. I'm like, Okay, that that's cool, like but it just kind of brushes off my shoulder. And I think that's allowed me to like stay raw and like stay honest with what I'm saying, which is, I think why it does well. Like I think it cuts through the noise of everyone else trying to be so perfect and like give you like all these, Mm -hmm. like you need five tips. Like I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. I'm just going to tell you the truth. Like probably make a video later today about how every person watching my video right now should be making their own video because if they're watching me, that means they're consuming the content and they're consciously aware that there's an opportunity to create content, especially video content on LinkedIn. Like for anyone listening to this right now, like you should be on LinkedIn because in my opinion, I think it's biased, but I think that's where you're going to get your biggest return on investment. And all you have to do is be honest and share your story. Yeah. yeah. I like that. You don't need validation. Like everybody needs validation in something. Mm-hmm. Like I desperately needed it martial arts i'm like man i need that black belt i need this mm-hmm. i need that. i need i need to learn from these people that like i haven't learned from it's 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 like i need all the knowledge give me all the knowledge you got and i'm gonna try to mix it up and change it and make my own twists and make it into something that you've never seen before but like some people you know need validation for their looks like i have a couple friends yeah that are, they need mm-hmm. validation for their looks like they need me to just tell them they're pretty or they're they're this, they're gorgeous, they're mm. beautiful, they're like all these words that I'm like, I don't need none of that. Well, I do need some of that. Like, <laughs> I can lie. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if someone called me pretty or handsome or whatever you want to call it. Like, like you, you might have got me there. So, but like, like some people don't need that. Like, do you need that? Do I need that? Probably not. I don't mm. care as much for that validation, but a lot of people do. Like, mm. you know, and when you tell them they're not pretty, whoa. That mm. that gets them all in a tiff. Like I, I have mm. a friend who she's just exactly like that. Like she mm. needs that validation, which I think is like it's her own validation crutch. I mean, we all have validation crutches where it's like, oh, I need validation from me. You need validation for uh, like podcasting and all these other things or whatever mm. you want to do. Like you just need that validation of like people are listening, people are doing, people you know, hitting new numbers, hitting new highs, mm. you know, being on the charts. Like everything has validations. I don't need certain validations in certain spaces, but a lot of people need it in spaces I'm like, yeah, yeah, y'all can't be my friends. It's too hard. Like if if I have to call you pretty every day, it's not 
Yeah, that's exhausting. (laughs) I mean, also, I think like for me, the validation comes with things that like are external to me, like my projects. Like I obviously feel like I need validation in like my Flex with Food account um, or else I wouldn't really care. Like I wouldn't, I, I doubt, I do want some validation. I do want someone to tell me like, this is a good idea and I should continue to invest my time in it because right now it's like, I'm not sure if I should, like, I, I'm just not sure, you know, but as far as like personal validation, like I know, I know my, some friends that like need to be validated by like having boys like them. And it's like, I, I mean, I have a boyfriend, but even when I didn't have a boyfriend, I never cared about that stuff. So you're right. People pick and choose what they care about, but I think it's more productive time if you choose things that are outside of yourself. So you push to work harder on them. Mm-hmm. Cause some yes. things you can't, you can't change if people like you like that's. Yeah. Like, some people need that validation. They need people to love them, care for them. You know, whether, you know, everyone needs a piece of that. Some people need, need less. Some people need more. They, everybody, everybody needs kind of a high where they have to like, Oh my God, this is amazing. You know, I need that too. But you know, everybody has a different kind of itch where like, you know, you might not necessarily get it from LinkedIn or this or that. Like you might get it from Instagram. A lot of people get it from Instagram. I've noticed that. Yeah, definitely. It's a ton of validation. Like, man, you're the greatest. You're this, you're that. Mm. Some people are like, I have a a friend, I manage her website and I was, you know, I help her out with like a bunch of stuff and Mm. you know, she's selling workout guides, selling this, selling that. Like she wants to know how to do that because you know, not very tech savvy. So Mm. like, I showed her like, oh, Squarespace, you ever hear this? Nope. And I'm like, okay, it's pretty easy. Um, she still doesn't get it, but, you know, I'm working on it, trying to get mm. her to do it by herself. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she doesn't care what people think about her. She doesn't need any validation. And she's on Instagram. Like, you're on Instagram. Everybody wants validation on there. Like, that's 90% of what it is. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of wild. I think if anything, that's probably where the most people who are using Instagram to to promote something, whether it be themselves or this idea or this product, like find validation. Mm-hmm. You know, some people who use it just personally, I don't really think care about it. Like I don't really, I could give, like I don't care how my personal Instagram does. Like I don't care who follows me, who doesn't. Like all that ratio stuff. Like I don't care if my, like I, I, I'm following more people that follow me. Like I don't care. I want to know like, what this dog is doing or what this brand is putting out. Like, I'm not going to stop the inflow of information just because it ruins some stupid ratio that doesn't even matter. But, oh. Okay. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you You know mean. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. some people literally limit themselves. Like, why are you limiting yourself and what mm-hmm. you want to consume because of a number that literally just means, oh, I'm too cool to care about more people than have people who care about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. But what I do with, like, for me, for Instagram, like, I don't know how many followers I have, but, like, mm-hmm. like for me, I follow, like, maybe 90 people or 100 people, some of that. And I'm, like, uh, it's because I can't consume all the content. Like, like I'm, I just can't. I, like, mentally cannot consume all the yeah. content. And I like actually reading the captions and all that stuff. So, like, I have to, I have to limit myself because I – I can't be spending six hours on Instagram a day or an hour, a couple of like two hours is way too much to be spending on. Instagram. Um, so I can't do that. So I limit myself in that. Like I follow my friends, pretty much my friends, 
or people I've had on the podcast, which y'all, y'all are my homies. So like stuff like that. Um, people that reach out sometimes like, Oh, or if I find like you do something cool, like I'm like, Oh, cool. Like I followed, you know, some guy that I didn't know. And I was like, Oh, cool. You do this thing. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Like I, I just like their stuff. Mm-hmm. So I look through that, you know, I try not to look at it too much because, you know, you ever notice when you're scrolling and you're like, just keep scrolling, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. Like, you know, yeah. you're not really looking at it. And like, I just noticed like my Instagram is just, I like, I follow fitness people that I've had. Like, I'm like, what? This is weird. And I follow you. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Every once in a while I get a graduation pic of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it is different. I don't know. It's kind of crazy how, how big the fitness space on Instagram is. It's like, it seems like, yeah (laughs) it's it's the hugest thing i've ever seen like in terms of a space it's huge like like um my my good other homie lauren Mm. british yeah she i always forget i think i followed her i think you mentioned her to me i followed her oh yeah yeah she puts up great content and like like she's like man she just like a joy to be around like i've never met her in person which is like isn't that weird like you haven't met Mm -hmm. someone in person but like you know, we text or yeah, whatever it's called, WhatsApp at. And it's like, to me, it's like, man, like we have so many things going on, but we have time to talk to each other or like mm. discuss things through text and like start projects together. Like this is the greatest thing ever. Like I've never, never thought like we can talk to, to each other. Like you're my homie too. So like say, man, I wish all my homies could like get in a room and we could meet them. Like it's like a mastermind kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. greats meet the greats and the greaters, you know, like everybody's here is just full of hundreds of millions of potential, like just potential in the sense of like, yeah, we could do great things. Like we could, co- we could conquer the world. Like if I got everybody who was like, like, you know, me, you and people, you know, and like, if we got everybody in a room, like 80, 90 people, like we could conquer the world. Like, there's no way we couldn't do it. Like, you know, things are built when people help each other. And I'm really bad at helping each other because I, like, I want to help everybody. Because like, I'm like, oh, yeah, you don't know about that. You don't know about this. Oh, try this, try that, try this. Like, I'm going to tell you a million different ways how to cut an apple. I'm not going to tell you just to cut it in the middle. I'm going to tell you, have you ever tried peeling it? Have you ever tried cutting in half? Have you used that dicer thing? You know, where you use that? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like there's a million ways to cut something and like package it and do all that. So, you know, like why do people buy shoes? Because of the brand, not because of the, the material. Like it's, it's just, it's just how it is clothing. Mm-hmm. Like, like I like just the way, not the way it feels, not the way it looks. I like the brand. Like it's usually a big part of why I choose certain things. Like, why do I have a Mac? Because I think they're better and they're much more simplistic and all these other things. Or why do you have an iPhone over an Android? You probably have an Android, I'm assuming, from your personality. No? Okay. No, from my personality. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming. Like, you know I make assumptions and I'm wrong. That's why I tell people not to predict the future. Yeah. Um, so, oh, damn, I thought I got you there. I thought no, I it's I, always blue. T- we, when we message, it's blue. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, my God. No, no sometimes it's green because you got bad connection, I guess. Yeah, I have Sprint, so you know how uh, you know how it goes. Yeah. You get on that Verizon. Yeah, maybe uh, one day. <laughs> it's big bucks, uh, though. It's like, oh, I'm like, look at my film. I'm like, Jesus. Uh, whatever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, going back to what you said about, like, just, like, everyone you know, it's like, I think that 
the most exciting thing that happened from creating content just on LinkedIn is like being introduced to other like young people who are also working on stuff. And it's like, it kind of, I mean, some of those people are in my location, like in my vicinity now, which is cool. Like I definitely want to meet more of them in person, like get to know them in person. But I don't know. It's like, I never would have thought of myself to be the kind of person to have like internet friends. But now that I do, or like I've met these people like through the internet, I think it's just like so powerful because I'd say the majority of my friends, like my like friends through college and all that stuff, like to be honest, like they're great people, but they don't really work on stuff outside of what they're required to work on. And so whenever I meet people that are like, like you, you're, you have your own podcast or like Mark, he has his own podcast and does all this other crazy stuff. Like, I feel like those are people like that's, that's like really motivating, you know, if you have people like that, because then like, they're also working on stuff outside of just like work or school. And it's just, it just helps so much. So that's definitely a goal of mine is to meet more of those people in person. But for now, like the internet and like creating content through the podcast and through LinkedIn has like afforded me the chance to meet these people, which I'm super grateful for. I don't know. Do you, did you have that experience too? Like were you surrounded by people like did your friends from high school or college, like do they have their own podcast or like how did you meet these other people? Well, high school, a lot of people were more creative um, like, cause you got to hang out, like a lot of people hang out with people that do the minimum. I never really did that. Like, of course I like people who do minimum stuff. Cause I'm like, that's cool, dude. Do you like, it's like, nobody has this one cookie cutter way of doing it. Yeah. Um, like if you want to do the minimum, do the minimum. I did the minimums in, not in college, but I did the minimum in like middle school, high school. Like I literally like did the minimum cause I was I was learning about cryptocurrency on the side. Like, like I was learning about these things, but I was in like middle school and trying to figure out like all this stuff. And of course the passion fades and it comes back and it fades and it comes back. Like things like that, like that you're passionate about, like don't be afraid of things di- not dying, but like just putting on the back burner or the side or wherever you want to call it, like wherever you're putting those things, but you can get back to anything. Like say you wanted to be a comedian today. Um, and you go up, you do your comedy sketch, and you're terrible. And you're like, I'll put this on the side, or I'll put this, you know, later. You know, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's a bad thing when you forget, like me. I forgot, like, you know, like, I, I need to be working on the podcast work. I haven't done anything this week, you know. You're always going to have places where you're, you're left vulnerable. You can't be 100% productive. It's, it is impossible you can get as close as you can. And I know people like it so close, like basically a hundred percent. It's like, you know, when you take a test and you know, you miss one answer and I'm like, that's basically a hundred. Mm-hmm. You know, I just circled the wrong answer or I didn't know that you had to do this. You know, it's just one little error and everybody makes a little error. So I, I don't blame people for that. So I feel like, like that's kind of the way you have to think of things. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, like, it definitely helps to, like, have that, I don't know, just have, like, a, yeah, you don't have to, like, not everyone has to have their own thing, but I guess that's, like, my biggest message, and that's, like, what I try to really push on work in progress is, like, the possibilities that can come from starting your own, like, whatever, but I'm sure you've seen that, too. Like, what was the first project you ever started? My first project, it was cryptocurrency, I would say. 
I, I like that was my first like I'm gonna buy this I'm gonna mine this I'm gonna do all these things it was just like because I was interested in it like usually you just go something you're interested in. if you're interested in baseball you do baseball yeah um, to me that's a project like you're working on your skills mm-hmm. for me it was also type ta- I guess it was taekwondo because I started when I was like five mm-hmm. or four maybe I, I was like I guess that was my first project was to you know make it as far as I can in this thing um so you know then you get your black belt and I was like all excited and mm-hmm. I went to the junior Olympics. I was winning. I was like, I was like, Oh, this is fun. This is like where I wanted to be. Um, and then you run into the reality of like, Oh, this is wonderful, but I got to move on. Like, yeah. You gotta, you know, it's hard to let those geeks. Like I think about, to, like I have those memories. I'm like, man, I remember, you know, my friend Jose, he, I was like, man, I remember him. He's an instructor now there. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. Like, uh, mm-hmm. like we need to spar. Like, you know, like we're yeah. not kids anymore. Like we'll look like, du- well, I, I'll look like a dummy because I probably rusty as a, you know, just mm. bad at it. You know, it's like, you know, when you take, I don't know, you, you do jujitsu too, right? So like you've been off of it a long time, right? Or how long? I've been off of it like, yeah, and that's actually when you said, like, putting a pause on projects, I made, like, a mental note. I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about jiu-jitsu. Yeah, so I've been off jiu-jitsu since, like, I would say the last time I trained was while I was in Spain, but I only did, like, a month because then I was just, like, traveling too much. And I'd say, like, honestly, I've been off of it for, like, oh, my gosh, it's been so long. Oh, my gosh, time has passed so fast. It's been, like, six or seven months now, and that's wild. I think that's the biggest break I've ever taken from it. And I want to go back to it, but you know, I don't know. I'm at a really weird place with it right now. Like I've been doing it since I was 13. So I'm at like a place where, like you said, where you just like kind of put it on the back burner. Like for me, I put jujitsu on the back burner because I had like, I was more focused in finding a job. I was more focused in being like more financially independent of my parents. And I prioritized that over jujitsu because that's what I felt like needed to be done. And I also felt like I wasn't necessarily progressing at the gym I was at like to the point where I wanted to be I felt like stagnant whereas like back in it when I was training in LA last summer oh I love that gym so much that gym was which one did you go to I I went to robot robot fitness yeah the guy there um Tim dude that guy's wild he's like maybe in his late 20s but he's a beast and like everyone I trained with was just so cool and like it was just such a good community like if I can find a gym like that out here in the bay I'd be down, but right now I'd say like this passion I have for podcasting and working on my, uh, I just work on other stuff just like kind of trumps that because mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu takes a lot of time. That's why I'm impressed like you're still doing it because like it takes like, okay, if you think about it, you go to training, right? Mm-hmm. It's like an it, it's like an hour and a half, right? Because then you yeah. spar. It's an hour and a half. But then you have to go home, shower, and then cook, and it's like 9 p.m. Like if I did jiu-jitsu, I don't know how, like it would just be, hard to do podcasting whereas like working out is so much it's so much more like efficient and faster like yeah, you can yeah. work out in an hour yeah yeah so i do like my workout like regular workout like where you mm-hmm. like it's running it's lifting weight well, i don't lift that much weights but mm-hmm. you know i it's like the normal things and mm-hmm. from my podcast i've learned so much about nutrition like i'm like man i've been doing it all raw like yeah i like i talk to people you know rds and I'm like, man, I'm so much smarter than I am. So, like, I'm making this transition of eating different. 
and that's really helping and my body's changing. It's like, Oh, I should have just done this from the beginning. Um, but like when I looked at it, I was like, okay, well, I still want to do these things. I, I still want to be a world champion, whatever that means. You know, like yesterday there was a, a fight between, uh, in the UFC, uh, for Stipe Miocic and Daniel Cormier. And it was, I was like, that guy is a double champion now. Like, mm-hmm. what the f- like, dude, I don't have one of those. I need at least one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like I need one belt at least. And then I want three and I want five and I want all the belts, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, and you know, and it's not an original thought. Everybody thinks that, uh, but it's like, man, I'm inspired by these people. Like super, like, like when you know, I try to make it as productive as I can, I don't like, I make the time. I really, you got to make the effort. It's really difficult to make that because you got to like, oh, I work and I'm tired and I'm this, I'm that. And um, I think changing your eating habits really helps with that. But like, you, you got to talk to someone like Lacey Dunn, if you ever heard of her. She's the smartest person I've ever met in terms <laughs> of nutrition. I'm like, mm. like Lacey, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm going to do it. So yeah. And like, you know, I, it's so good to me and you just use such a, like it's a hobby. It honestly is still a hobby because I can't, mm-hmm. I haven't made money off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to work at it and just keep going. You got, you, you know, it, it's hard to put things that you love and take things away, but it's just reorganizing your days and your life. Um, and a lot of us don't reorganize often. Like I try to reorganize every quarter or every six months. Like I try to, okay. Like be very thoughtful of what you put in what space and, you know, make time for family. Make like, like, like people like, do you have to work 90 hours a week? Like not see your family, not see your friend, not hang out, not go eat a pasta or like something delicious. Like, mm. like I still make the time to do all that thing. Like today, like in about 45 minutes, I'm going to go see a movie. The Incredibles. So like, <laughs> like, 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 like I'm still making the time to do fun things and, Mm-hmm. have joy then I have to train after that which I don't know how the popcorn is going to feel when I <sighs> they're just like oh please don't put me in a triangle I'm dead yeah. mm. I don't want to practice this anymore uh, but I still make the effort to do it because it's I love it and yeah and when you love it you 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 can rationalize pausing it like I think it's good that you paused because you're working on so many other things and I think you should reorganize and figure this out before you start putting that in and making, you know, making your spaghetti all messy. Like, yeah. like you don't want to make your spaghetti all messy. You want to, you want to be clean and tasty and all these other things. So you should add it at some point, but you'll know when that is, when you figure it out where you're like, Oh, this, I got this, I'm in this groove. I'm in this routine. You know, I got this down. Let's add you just to something spicy in there, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So you'll get back to it. It's just like, you might have a longer pause or you might like, like you just gotta think about it. Like really think about it. Like when am I gonna put this back in my life? It's like putting a person back in your life. You know, when am I gonna put this person back in my life? Like an old childhood friend. Like I haven't seen like a couple of people for like years, and I'm like I should probably see them. You know, just putting them back in your life and like constantly like reassuring that friendship and that that relationship. It's just it's just kind of like that. Yeah, definitely. And just like recognizing that you like need to take the time off like I'm glad I did it like if I had kept training I would have 
probably not like created the podcast i would just wouldn't it's just like where you invest your time Mm -hmm. and like yeah until i figure all this stuff out i'll take a break we'll see i love it though i do love it stepping on that mat like rolling in Mm jiu-jitsu is so fun whenever i go back to it it's like i don't know it's the best but if i and if i can find the right gym too it it makes such a big difference just training at the right gym gyms are such a huge thing like some of them are terrible like just terrible like I'm like, how are you like how can you even train me if you don't know this or that or like like where did you learn? Like I don't like it's just hard for me to like figure that out. And like I don't know. Like like I'm like it's just weird. It's very strange. So I, I try to find the best places and usually it's just someone that knows someone like mm-hmm. that knows someone and says, Oh, that's a great gym. So that's how I follow it. Or Google reviews. Sometimes Google reviews leads you astray. Mm-hmm. But, like 60 70 percent of the time it's like accurate so mm-hmm. uh, trusting that stuff you know because it's like is this biased are they paying for these reviews i have no idea <laughs> but yeah it's cool. true i don't know i love it uh you need to get back into it you're gonna be rusty though i hate being that rusty it's like well, the first two days it's like uh, like what hand do i put this what is this yeah. what? i remember that name yeah, it's I've gotten like I've my arm bars like they've always stayed with me. Like I just like can that's like my that's like my I don't know that's my move. You know, like uh-huh. I could get those arm bars, but when it came to like piecing it together, it's just like I felt like after high school, like high school, I was training a bunch because I was living in New Jersey. I had nothing else to do. Like I was just like go like after high like after school, just going and training. Um, but then once I got to college, I just kind of saw this like world of opportunity. Like it was more opportunity, and I found myself like kind of sticking to jujitsu because that's what I loved. But at the same time, it was like I probably could have joined like different clubs or just exposed myself to different things. So when I like entered my senior year of college, I was kind of just like, okay, well, there's these things I want to try. Like jujitsu is not taking up all my time, but it's like taking up a good amount of time to where like I know. I could be doing different stuff. And I honestly, the one thing that gets me about jujitsu that kind of like frustrates me is like the, the freaking, the schedule. Like it's mm-hmm. always from like six, yeah, six to eight, eight. Like six to eight. And it's like, I don't want to stop what I'm doing. Cause when you're in college, you know, it's like, you're, you don't have a schedule. Like my, my schedule in college did not exist. I was so like, if I wanted to go on a hike at four, I would go on a hike at four. Like the only schedule I had to follow was class. So I just hated stopping my day to go do it. Um, whereas I, what I love about working out is just it's so flexible. But now that I'm like working the full time job, and like when I when I kind of felt reinvigorated by j- to do jujitsu again was last summer when I was working the nine to five. So the potential is there. It's just like you said, finding that time for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Finding the place, finding the time, just. F- put it like, is this gonna fit there? Because sometimes it, you try to make things fit, and it's like it's not gonna fit. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know what you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, to, um, but yeah, I think that's what we're kind of thinking of. Well, yeah, yeah. So jujitsu. I always tell people to try it. So everybody try it. Um, Everyone try it. It's yeah. amazing. It's literally like a workout for your mind and your body. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So um, I guess we'll end it here. This was a actually like what you're hearing is probably an hour or something like that. Um, but we talked for a good, I think, three hours almost. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Um, yeah, yeah. So everybody, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. I don't know. And work in progress and all that stuff. Like, can you just like the shout outs, whatever you call them? Uh, how sure. you, what do you call those things? It's called a, I think it's called, everyone calls it a plug, but uh, yeah. So if you guys liked, I guess what I was saying, um, definitely check out my podcast, Work in Progress. I have like a bunch of different guests on there. It's pretty dynamic, like sometimes artists, sometimes other podcasters. I really just try and like switch it up. Uh, yeah. And that's on Anchor. It's on like all of the streaming services now. So definitely give that a check out. And if you're into food or fashion, definitely follow at Flex with Food. And if you like want to get to know me, I'm always like down to meet new people. Definitely like you can follow me on Instagram uh, at Tiffany Para underscore or even better connect with me on LinkedIn so you can kind of see what Brandon was talking about with the content. All right, guys, uh, that is everything and have a, a wonderful day. I don't know if this is going to be morning, whatever you want to call it. Just, just have something wonderful. Okay.